For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Son Mirage or Son's birthday. I know. He makes me feel old. He's turning six. Yeah, we'll say that when he turns 16. Oh, God. (laughs) I I know. Technically, my kid's only six years away from being 16. Oh, there's a cat on me. We're here. It's almost Jude's birthday. Yep. And I just came back from Oregon. Yes, you did. My favorite place in the world. Well, okay, I haven't been all over the world, but the favorite place I've been. <laughs> that and Disneyland, I mean. Yeah, I mean, Disneyland is pretty fantastic. I'll give you that. Yes. I mean, maybe but, not right now, but. Okay, well, <laughs> talking normal world situations. Well, or if you're talking about your whole Disneyland thing that you spear of uh, crimes you told me about. Oh, yeah, there are a couple crimes in Disney. Sadly, none of them seem to be cold cases. Really? Not that I'm finding. I'm having a hard time finding any of them that are cold cases. Well, maybe I'll have to do a whole thing on Disney and we'll make it a Patreon. Okay, that would be fun. Disney freaking crimes. Although I did find it's not a cold case either, but in Disney Celebration Village, the, uh, city that used to be owned by Disney World, mm-hmm. there was a teacher murdered for being gay. <gasps> oh, yeah. Not a cold case, though. Oh, when was that? Like, 1994. Okay. <laughs> so Something awful. Like yeah. I mean, it's more awful It was like if it was, like, right around. I mean, it's still awful regardless, but it's just more shocking if it's around now. Can you hear me pat my cat? People are stupid. I mean, let's face it, anyone who murders anyone is, I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, Anyway, murderers, we're calling you out, you're stupid. Yes, if you are a murderer, like intentional murderer listening to our podcast, oh my god, go turn yourself in or something, I don't know. Don't come murder us, please. Okay, terrifying thoughts. So, I like to do cases about places I've been. We all know that. When I was in Michigan, I looked into Eric Cross. So now that I was in Oregon, I've decided to look up cold cases in Lincoln County. Mm. So, um, I did find a couple. Not a ton. It's not a super violent place. I mean... You find a ton in Oregon in general, but in the county I was in. However, I did come across and decide to kind of cover a couple of things because I found five different girls who had been murdered that are unsolved. Five girls, three different cases. So first I'm going to go ahead and tell you a little bit what I know about each of the cases. Okay. Okay. So the first one, to happen 
Her name was Kelly Disney, and she was 17 years old when she was murdered in 1984. Um, she was last seen on Highway 20, just east of Newport, Oregon, after she had just had a fight with her boyfriend. From what I can tell, she lived with her boyfriend, which was interesting for a 17-year-old who was still in high school in the 80s. I don't know. Did they do that a lot? Do people do that? Live with their boyfriends when they're young? When they're 17 and in high school? Depends on if their mom's like my mom. Okay, that's true. Apparently, she was really close to her mom, <laughs> though. So, anyway, I thought it was interesting. But Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I know a few other people, too, that when they were in high school, they didn't live with their parents, so. Anyway, it's possible. So, well, she did, so I guess it is, it is a thing for someone. I just, it's different. Anyway, so she lived with her boyfriend, and they got in a fight, and she left. So the last person that was, like, a confirmed sighting to see mm-hmm. her alive was an on-duty police officer who stopped her to talk around um, 1 a.m. on March 9th. And so he, like, saw her, went and talked to her, and then apparently didn't do anything else. Okay. I don't know, like, I mean, I guess maybe he offered her a ride or something, but, like, why didn't he take her somewhere else? Why? Who just leaves her there in the middle of nowhere? That doesn't really make sense. Okay. So, and then there's several people who claim to have seen her the next morning at school, but those aren't verified. They don't know. It could have just been like, oh, I thought I saw her in the hall type of thing. You know what I mean? Right. So we don't 100% know if she made it to school the next day or not. So you're uh, you're pretty crazy about this whole COVID thing. What have you been doing while staying locked in the house? I am kind of crazy about this whole COVID thing. Yeah, that's, that's very true. You know what I've been doing? I've been... Uh, Chilling out with my uh, hunted killer box to try to keep me sane and from not killing my husband. Ooh. Well, you can <laughs> hunt the killer instead of become the killer. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hunt the killer instead of become the killer. With huntedkiller.com and with promo code theories, you guys can uh, totally get 15% off your box, which is awesome. So, if you need something to do to help you pass some time at home, check out Hunt a Killer. You can play it by yourself or with your, uh, whoever you live with. (laughs) Yeah, you can't really do it with your, uh, I mean, I guess if you live with your friends, that's fine, but. Well, that's what I was going to say, like, you might have roommates, I don't, roommates, (laughs) significant other, parents, I don't know. Definitely. So relieve your stress, find a killer to hunt with Hunt a Killer, and use promo code theories to get 15% off. It's fun, and it'll stop you from killing people, evidently, if you're Adrian. Yep, that is true. That is very true. (laughs) Because people reported seeing her at school and a few things, um, a lot of articles listed her as a runaway, Um, and... Even very early, her mom was like, I would have heard from her. Like, she and I are close. I don't think she would just run away from me. Like, if she was running away from her boyfriend, she would have come to me type of thing. Like, she would have contacted me. So all of the first newspaper articles just list her as a runaway. And her mom's like, well, no, that's, I don't think that's true. But 
that's where we stood until 10 years later. Okay. So July 23rd of 1994, um, her skull was found in an abandoned vehicle near Big Creek Reservoir. What? The rest, the rest of her remains have still never been found. What? Okay, so um, some people believe that someone found her body but didn't want to, like, turn it in, so instead they moved her skull to a more visible place. Some people think it was, like, an animal who dragged it there. But, I mean, we don't really know why just her skull was in a car. And like I said, where it was found seemed a little more obvious. Like, why would it take 10 years unless someone or something moved it? Okay. So, I mean, she technically, I guess, could have started as a runaway, per se. Like, she was mad at her boyfriend. She went out. But she talked to a cop. So why? Which also, because she talked to the cop, and was seen after leaving her boyfriend. He, I'm not sure if there's more to that, but he's never really been looked at as a suspect. No one suspects foul play from him because the cop was the last person to see her and he wasn't there. He was at the apartment. Okay. So that is the first one, which is Kelly Disney. And then we skip forward um, eight years to 1992. And in 1992, we have two young girls I apologize if I say these names wrong. Sheila Swanson and Melissa Sanders. I just know Swanson because I kind of gets said different ways sometimes. Okay. So Sheila and Melissa, um, they were 19 and 17, and they were camping with Melissa's family. So they didn't live in the area. They were just camping in the area. A lot of people vacation there. Makes sense. Um, and just after, like, midnight, um, her parents heard them go – like they were wrestling. I've heard some people say they were going to make a call from a payphone, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not 100% sure. Like I've never verified that. So they may have been going to make a call from a payphone. Um, basically, I mean, being 17 and 19 and kind of the type of girls they were, the parents kind of assumed that they could call, like got a friend, like got a ride from a friend. They and got so a they friend. Were, yeah, they got a friend. They got a ride from made a, friend a friend and decided to go home from the camping trip. So they didn't even report them missing until they got home and she wasn't there. Like it wasn't until like, I don't know, they were there like five days. I don't know how far into the trip. So a couple of days later when they got home and people are still like, oh yeah, no, we haven't seen Melissa. She didn't come back. That they're like, oh that's not good. Okay, I understand that it was, you know, a while ago, but still, like, come on, people. Like, like you're just going to be like, oh, no, she's been missing out in the wilderness for so long. Huh, okay. 1992 is almost 30 years ago. I guess things are different then. Oh, yeah, yeah now so we're their more bodies were... everything, but still, like, come on. They're... Their bodies were found um, by hunters that October, so about five months later, um, near somewhere called Eddyville, and the cause of death was unable to be determined. So I assume they probably were pretty beat up then. 
or decomposed or possibly, I don't know, maybe animals had got to them, them or something. And so then they couldn't really determine what had caused them. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. So then we go three years later to our last set of girls. And their names were Jennifer Esten and Kara Leas. And they were both 16. Uh, they left a friend's house around 1 a.m. in January of 1995. And then they were never seen again. Um, they were found a few weeks later by some loggers. And we do know the cause of death of them. They're the only ones. They were strangled. Okay. Okay, so we have these five girls who were killed. Was that because that they were found, like, closer to, like, when they disappeared, that they were able to tell the cause of death on those? I don't know. It could be. Maybe they just were in better condition, hadn't got to by animals. I'm not sure why we know on them, but they're the only ones who've caused of death I could ever find anything on. Because, I mean, especially Kelly Disney, since we only found her skull, you know, they're not going to be able to determine anything from that. Um, Okay, so to me, like, we have to look at all of these and try to figure out, like, were these all, I mean, yeah, there's, it jumps a little bit from 84 to then 92 and then 95. So there is that, like, gap in there between Kelly Disney and the other ones. Um, But for some reason, when researching this case, all I could think about was the movie slash book Lovely Bones. If you have never seen or read Lovely Bones, I highly recommend either book or movie. Both wonderful. But it's about a serial killer, and it's just interesting looking at the dates, like, he Mm. kills people. And so just thinking about all these dates made me think about that because there is a point where you see all the serial killers dates and it's like this person was this year, this year, this year type of thing. And so it's just kind of interesting to me to look at so that. So it, it lined up a lot with the uh, Lovely Bones? Well, just the dates. That's all. Right. I mean, okay. I guess in Lovely Bones, there's also teenage girls being killed. But. Okay. So well, if, you, if you guys want to check out Lovely Bones, go to audible.com slash crime theory podcast um so it's audible trial audibletrial.com slash crime theory podcast and i think they have it on audible so you can go on ahead and check it out and listen to what uh, Bray's talking about it is fantastic book it's by alice sebold just so you know what you're looking for quite interesting it is fiction but, but it is crime very interesting read so <laughs> Okay, so that kept popping into my head while I was reading this case was Lovely Bones. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, to me, I don't know if, like, the dates, if, like, all of these were coincidental. I just feel like, I mean, none of them, their bodies were found instantly. The shortest time was still a few weeks. And then, like, all of them were kind of in the woods. All were young girls wandering alone in the woods in the middle of the night. Like, they just seem very similar in my brain yeah no kidding so i don't know if like when it's close to the same area too like yeah so i don't know if there's like if they all were considered like if there's a copycat or trying to throw people off i don't know so as far as suspects go one of the most popular suspects is bobby jack fowler have you ever heard of him Mm-mm. Some people out there probably have. 
Okay, so Bobby Jack Fowler is a serial killer who has been connected to murders in Oregon, British Columbia, Arizona, and South Carolina. Um, when he's, you know, also technically linked to possibly being the Highway of Tears murderer. So okay. he died in a prison in 2006, and he was arrested in 1995. So he was arrested after, um, and he is said to have started killing women as early as 1974. <gasps> he also, they did run a check on his car in the day that Jennifer and Carol went missing. He was definitely in the area. And before that, two weeks, he had been in Arizona. And a week after that, he was in Louisiana. He was very, he was known for getting out of town quickly. So he seems like a likely candidate for Jennifer and Kara. But what bothers me is he couldn't have killed Kelly Disney because he was serving time at a prison in Iowa when she was murdered. So he could have killed Sheila, Melissa, and um, Carrie, uh, and Jennifer, but he couldn't have killed Carrie, Kelly Disney. So that bothers me to think that four of these are connected, and then there's poor Kelly Disney, who's just, like a lot of people think that it was Bobby Jack Fowler who killed the other four, but then what about Kelly Disney? What happened to her? So I actually, while I was in Newport, saw signs. Um, I'll post them on our Instagram when this comes out. I took pictures of them. There were signs all over um, saying justice for Kelly Disney. Really? Um, yeah, which the other girls weren't just because a lot of so many people think they know that this guy killed them. And but Kelly Disney, he couldn't have killed. So they're like, well, who did that? Um, I do have one other technical person who was rumored. Um, and that is Neil Falls. And he lived in Oregon from his birth in 1969 to his death in 1990. Oh, no, sorry. From his birth in 69 to 1992. He didn't die until 2005. And then he moved back to Oregon in 1995 and lived there till 1998. So he technically did live in Oregon throughout all of the murders, leaving shortly after when Jennifer and Kara were killed and returning about the same time Sheila and Melissa were killed. Um, so he tended to kill and attack sex workers. So that's what kind of rules him a little bit more out in these cases. But he was in the area and is a killer. So it is possible that it could have been him. Some people suspect him as well. Well, I don't couldn't he just, uh, you know, saw Kelly Disney and wanted her? Possibly. What if he killed Kelly Disney and the other guy killed the other four? Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? Well, it's kind of interesting that all of a sudden just the skull shows up, but none of the rest of her and all the other four of their bodies have been found. That's true, too. Like, And it was in an abandoned vehicle, so it's like how... And like I said, it kind of seemed obvious enough that if her whole body had been there for a long time, like, mm -hmm. I mean, she would have been found. So where the hell is her body? We still don't know. The rest of it for Kelly Disney. So out of these cases, I mean, all of them are disturbing, but Kelly Disney does strike me the most, especially because, like I said, there were posters for her all over when I was, like, traveling around in 
you know, Oregon on my vacation. And I've never seen these before, like notices until, I mean, cold cases, I feel like are being brought up a lot more mm-hmm. lately because we're getting more like DNA and technology. Um, because in, in Vicksburg, there were justice for Eric Crossposters as well. I didn't get to see one, but I know they're there. And so these ones I got to see, and it was just so interesting to me, like, just seeing all of these people trying to figure out what happened to this this particular girl. Like I said, they weren't for the other girls, because those ones are so much more like, oh, it's very possible that it was Bobby Jack Fowler, who was probably the High We of Tears murderer. Okay. But Kelly Disney, just, I don't understand what happened to her. What about her boyfriend at the time he was at the house and then she was seen by a reputable person and that's all I've ever seen is that you know since she was seen after leaving him that I don't know like that I assume he probably has other alibis or whatever but he wasn't investigated well and technically we don't even know how long like she could have I mean, we have her mother saying, like, oh, she would have called me. But technically, we don't know how long after her death she died. Yeah. Maybe she did become a sex worker, for all we know. Yeah. I mean, for the, for the 80s, she was, I mean, I obviously have pictures of her. I'll send you a picture of her real quick. She was pretty cute for the 80s, and a 17-year-old girl. She wasn't bad looking. Well, and, too, like, I mean, about this police officer that was the last person this year like um, like seriously you know yeah no kidding all right yeah okay. she's the like i said she has very 80s hair and stuff but mm-hmm. i mean she's pretty cute we don't know what happened to her like i don't know she could have done a lot of things before i mean we don't know Maybe that's why she didn't call her mom. Maybe she became a sex worker and then was too embarrassed. Yeah, possibly. Well, possibly she wanted, you know, maybe she needed to get away from her ex or whatever. And she took off. I don't But yeah, so Kelly Disney bothers me most. Because I just cannot figure out any really good theories of what happened to her. I feel like there was a huge missed opportunity with not like fully investigating the cop yeah i don't know and a lot of people have questioned that like okay so you see this young girl wandering around in the middle of the night and you just just leave her there like You're she just goes like, on well, okay whatever just like hmm, okay yeah you can stay going i'm gonna send you some pic- these pictures some of the ones that i actually took of signs i got a couple um like I said, I'll put them on our Instagram for everyone to see here when this releases. Look at these. So here's some examples of some different posters I actually saw. Mm-hmm. While I was out. So like I said, they're in like, they're just, they're stuck in the ground. They're not storefronts. So her case is being, is drawing attention. Which is good. I guess if you, if you know anything, please call Linda Snow. And if you have any theories that are, you know, not backed up enough to call Linda Snow, please email us or put it on our Instagram. Seriously. Yep. We would mm. love to hear your theories. Yes, we would. Was that your cat? Yes. <laughs> Isn't he cute? Mm. He's a good baby. 
<laughs> yeah, so please feel free to hit us up, go like our stuff, and send us your theories. Oh, I'd love to hear them. Alright, guys, and uh, keep fucking going. Okay. Alright, now you can go make your pizza.